Welcome to the No Spin News. I know we have a lot of new viewers this evening, and we're going to tell you about one of the most important stories that I've seen in years, even more important than COVID, because it has so many implications for this country, for the next election, and um, you're going to get analysis and facts tonight that you will get nowhere else, and they are in stone. I suggest that when you watch the No Spin News, um, you have a pen and a paper handy, because we fire a lot of stuff at you, and some of it is very useful information for you to have, but it's hard to retain it all. So I'm going to begin with the tragedy of all of this, and of course the tragedy is um, a guy in Minneapolis is killed uh, by uh, a police officer while three other officers stand by and allow it to happen. That's tragedy number one. What would have happened had this situation been handled in a mature fashion was that the whole country, with a few exceptions, but no notable exceptions, would have come together and said, you know what, we got to stop this. All of us have to stop it. And it would have been a united front not against so-called police brutality, because if you look at the actual data, the police brutality problem in this country, it's there, but it's not overwhelming. But there is a subtext in this country that power is unchecked, and that's the key to it. So let's begin with the disturbances themselves. I write a message of the day on BillOReilly.com. <clears throat> I hope you read it every day. The message breaks down the protests and the riots in a very clear way, because clarity is everything. There are three groups in these protests, and they emerged not by any assent. They didn't say, let's merge. They've merged because they're all physically together. The first group are sincere protesters who want an improvement in oversight of police action. All right? Now, they can call it social justice. They can call it whatever they want. But they're tired of seeing people of color shot down. Okay, they're tired of that. However, last year in 2019, there were 238 blacks killed by American police. 238. There were 370 whites killed by police and 158 Hispanics. All told in America last year, there were 1,004 police killings. There are 800,000 law enforcement officers. So you can see this is an infinitesimal amount of people killed by the police. That's number one. Everybody's got to acknowledge that. Number two, out of the 800,000 law enforcement officers, you got to figure 90% are looking out for you and me and doing their jobs in a responsible way. Probably more than that, but we'll be the devil's advocate and say, worst case scenario, 10% are corrupt. 
Now that's an army. That's 80,000. But, overwhelmingly, the police do far more good than harm. And that's the truth. Now, the protesters who are sincere about improvement, I don't have any beef with them. We always can improve. So I don't have any beef. But the two other groups, I do. So the second group are the thugs, the criminals, who are using this terrible Minneapolis situation to steal and destroy and to hurt people. There are a lot of them. In fact, in Los Angeles, they cruise the streets in SUVs looking for soft targets, stores that are unguarded. They know that the LAPD doesn't have enough officers to cover the city, and they have to go to the hotspots. In New York, it's a little bit different, but we'll get to that, okay? So the thugs, the criminals, the thieves, the looters, there are a lot of them. They're out there, and they do a tremendous amount of damage, and they couldn't care less about social justice. And then the third group, there aren't as many of these as the looters, are the destroyers the Antifa, the people who hate America with a passion, and want to tear it all down, beginning with the police, because the police protect America. So they want to defund the police. They want to disarm the police. They want to hurt the police. These are organized people. And like the thieves and the looters, they use social media. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay. So when you are saying, why, why is this happening? Everybody's walking around, why is this happening? Because there are literally millions of people who want to tear the country apart and remake it. And this is a way to do it. Because there's so much anger in the minority community. Just listen to two mayors, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago and de Blasio in New York. And I will code what I really want to say to Donald Trump. It's two words. It begins with F and it ends with U.
I've not seen the specific uh, words coming out of the White House or actions, but I can tell you this, and this is the blunt truth, uh, the President of the United States helped to create this atmosphere, and that's the tragedy here. Uh, doesn't matter what your party affiliation is, doesn't matter what you think of President Trump, uh, there's been an uptick in tension and hatred and division since he came along. It's just a fact. And it's not the reason for any specific act, but it has helped to poison the atmosphere. All right. Well, you know, that's his opinion. Um, if it is true, it's probably because the media has peddled that line that Trump's a racist, that he's a white supremacist. You know, if you read my book, The United States of Trump, you'll get a good idea of what Donald Trump really thinks about minority Americans. Roll the spot. We'll be right back. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, so here's the final thought of the day. I've been in corporate America for 45 years. Now I run my own operation, and thank God for that. Okay, I don't have to answer the pinheads. Uh, I can put the corruption aside. I can talk right to you, which is what we're doing now. 45 years, I've met a lot of African Americans in the marketplace. A lot of them. I have to say, I never saw ever, any of them, treated badly in my workplace where I was. I work very closely on my stuff now. One of the key members is a black woman who's been with me for 28 years. We couldn't do this show without her. As far as I'm concerned, I don't even see color. I'm sorry. People saying everybody's a racist in America. Got some hell of a nerve. Cuomo saying that. And I'm going to deal with Cuomo tomorrow. Okay? But you got a hell of a nerve saying that. I'm not a racist. And I don't know anybody who is. I don't hang with those people. If I see something like that, boom, they're gone. Now, I've been treated unfairly. I have. When I worked at ABC News... Opportunities were denied me because I wasn't named Stone or Forrest. I didn't have a pedigree. All right, I went to Harvard after ABC News. I didn't have that. And I saw that the Blue Blood Rich correspondents from those homes got more opportunity. And I didn't like it. And I left and I went someplace else and I worked my way up another way. But I understand because I've talked to black Americans and say, you know what? I was hosed because of my color. I was not treated fairly. And I believe them. I believe them. If you read my column, there's bigotry everywhere. But you overcome that. You can overcome it by education. And our society has the obligation to clean up our public school educational system. That's the key to all of this. I have a column on BillOReilly.com. It's free for everybody. Please read it. We'll deal with it tomorrow in great detail. All right. Bottom line on this, there is bigotry and prejudice. But we are not 
a nation that embraces it, and most of us are not like that, you pinheads. In the media, mostly, you just, ooh, like this. Anyway, I appreciate you guys watching. We're going to have another very intense program tomorrow. Going to deal with Andrew Cuomo, deal with the Molotov cocktails, and those things that we didn't get to tonight. I am Bill O'Reilly. I always appreciate you watching. Let us know what you think. We'll see you tomorrow.